Now, News Talk Radio, CJAD 800 gives you Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner. This is your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal, and welcome to Solo in the City on CJAD 800. I'm Cheryl Besner, your dating coach and founder of SoloInTheCity.tv, and I'm pleased to introduce my co-host for the month, co-founder of PR Mixer, Vincent White. Hi, Cheryl. How are you? I'm very good. And I'm so excited. You know, last month I had Marie-Claude Savard on my show. It was great. It was another perspective of Solo in the City from a French person's point of view. And now we have a male point of view. In studio with you. Great to be here. It's, uh, you know, done the show a couple times with you. It's always a pleasure and uh, looking forward to uh, tonight's topics. I know, I know. Today we're discussing boundaries and standards and very important things to know about yourself when you start off dating again or if you've been dating for a while and you're not getting the relationship you want, well, you might not know your boundaries or your standards. And last week we were talking about I am and how we have to define ourselves and that's what you got to do first before you really know what it is that you value the most in a relationship. So have you gone through all these different processes? I mean, you are, okay, ladies, I have to tell you, you've got to go online and you've got to see Vincent. He is a fabulous looking man. He's got a smile that like could just stop traffic even in the daylight. (laughs) So kind. So, I'm just gonna, you know, re- receive that all those compliments. It's very, very kind. Thank you very much, Cheryl. But you know, I was even telling you that you should have been trying out for the Bachelorette Canada because I think yeah. you would you you would win any Bachelorette. That's heart. hilarious. Yeah. No, I um, I know it's coming into town <laughs> soon, so you know we'll, uh, we'll we'll simmer on that idea. But you know, certainly when it comes to I think the boundaries and standards, I think the one thing to keep in mind is that you're still meeting a new person that you've you know never had conversations with or you've never met in your life before so you're still learning to meet someone new and it takes time so it's easy to sometimes indulge and you know like have lengthy conversations and 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 really feel that you've got a strong connection immediately but you're still meeting someone new and it takes time to meet someone and to get to know somebody so i think for that matter that's uh that's always something to keep in mind when you're talking about boundaries and standards well, just to touch on this for a minute, why why you why you said this? Because a couple of weeks ago we did do a show on where to meet people. So where do you go in Montreal? And when you're traveling, what's the most conducive places for Vincent White? Well, you know, for me, people? I'm I'm always uh, you know I, I live in the city. I'm very involved in uh, in the uh, in some of the events, uh, the nonprofit events that happen in, in Montreal. And of course, like all Montrealers, always uh, enjoy going to a good restaurant. So um, uh, and I've got a fairly you know uh, i know a lot of have a lot of friends in the city not just in montreal but say in toronto as well or elsewhere so um that being said you know looking at there's there's it's such a festive city there's always a, an opportunity to attend one event or to check out a, uh, to be in, to go to a restaurant opening and when you do that you meet a lot new a lot of new people and if you have you know the right friends and they know you're available then you know it's not gonna be too hard in, in trying to make a new connection no, not at all. Anyway, I want to touch on some of the dating news because we always do this. And um, this one's a lot of fun, actually. Research has been done by the University of North Carolina that hugs can make you live longer. How do you think about that? 
I think that's a very positive uh, study, a very positive thought, certainly. Um, you know, as uh, how long, how much longer can it make you live? I'm, I'm not sure. But, you know, if you're happy and hugs is such a positive thing. Uh, I remember thinking about the free hugs campaign of people just like around like different cities with, you know, posters as free hugs. And you know what? Like, it's so positive. So and it makes you happy. I think when you're happy. Um, especially, you know, right now where there's, you know, we see a lot of advertising about uh, about the Bell uh, mental health campaign, Let's Talk campaign. Um, you know, if if you're if you're happy mentally, and you know, certainly I can see that you've got some longevity uh, on that front. Yeah, well, in this study, they were saying that 20 seconds can lower your heart rate, like a 20 second hug. It can actually lower your heart rate and your blood pressure, and that just makes for a better connection. And there is a company here in Montreal. It's called Cuddle Me. And, you know, this, I, I met the owners here, and we actually did a, a, a segment with the owner um, around six months ago. And this is a company that believes in exactly that, that really having that hug can reduce your stress and make you feel more, you know, more supportive in life, even if it doesn't come from somebody you know. And this company, you can call them, and they will send a cuddler, a professional cuddler, to your house. Now, you're making a face, because, I, and I don't know whether it's a good or a bad. It's so because, good. I think, okay, I think it's amazing. Because it's very controversial. It, it is a very controversial, controversial mm -hmm. thing because a lot of people say, well, isn't that kind of like, you know, rent a hug or can't it lead <laughs> to sex or, you know, massage to go. But no, this company is really about the compassion and the energy that a good hug will do. And you can call up. And you tell them when you need your cuddle and they send a professional cuddler to you and they come in and you cuddle, whether it's on a couch or a beanbag. They'll even lie on the bed with you, but there is absolutely nothing sexual about it. It's that warm hug. And you know what, Vincent, I'm sure you're a single guy. Aren't there times where you don't want anything other than a hug? Certainly, absolutely. I think it's uh, you know just uh, the, the you get a lot of compassion from 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 hugs and from you know, being with somebody else. And I think you share some positive energy when you do that. Um, so uh, I, I can see the why there'd be a, a success behind it and why some people certainly would be skeptical as well. But um, you know, again, I think even if um, if it's you know the the time for the giving a hug, if even it's twenty seconds long, I think uh, you know there's uh, you can get a lot of positivity out of it. And certainly on 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 the mental front, it gives you a little break a little pause and we all know how, how much meditation uh how how much you know the promotion behind meditation for people to do in their daily lives is is has hugely positive impacts so i think uh on a micro level uh hugs uh, certainly can 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 do that too so i want to take this actually and and focus on it for one second here because one of the things with people who are in long-term relationships that end so if you've been married 20 30 years i know for myself that was the hardest thing for me. It wasn't the sexual component and, you know, all the other things that you miss, the father of your children living in your home. But I missed having somebody to just, when something was wrong, I didn't have the person who used to put their arms around me and just hold me, not tell me, you know, they're going to make it all mm -hmm. right, just hold me. And I think for a lot of more mature people who are out there, being solo again they rush into a relationship too fast just to fill that need. And I see a lot of my clients that are in mediocre at best relationships because they want that physical hug. 
yet they're not enjoying anything else about the relationship. So I think mm-hmm. it's very important to understand our boundaries and our standards and why we do certain things, which is what today's show is all about, right? Terrific. Yep. I couldn't agree more. So, I mean, you've never had that consistency, right? For a long period of time, like having one person in your life for two or three years? Oh, myself, yes. uh, Up to uh, four years. Oh, Um, you did? I did, yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, um, but, and I certainly agree that, you know, when the the more time you share together, you're just, you look for that partnership, certainly. And, uh, um, and I, I think it's a matter of understanding what your own expectations are going into a relationship. But um, you want to make sure that I think you're um, that you're healed from previous relationships before jumping into something else. Uh, you know, there's always the the case that perhaps something could backfire, and you don't want that. That's when people can get hurt. Um, so um, uh, I think you have to be uh, you have to you know you know look deep down and, and understand what your emotions are and how you feel. And, uh, and in that way, it's a lot easier to, I think, see the boundaries and understand where you want to go with your relationship. Well, I can tell you that we're going to be joined very shortly by Marnie Batista. She is a relationship coach and expert. She coaches people all over the place. I have great respect for her. When I started my coaching, I learned a lot from her and in the way she does certain things. And one of the things that every coach, however, whoever you're working with and however you're working with, you have to start from redefining yourself. Last week's show, so those of you, go back and listen to last week's show if you have the opportunity, and then finding your boundaries and standards. So coming up on Soul in the City, we will talk to relationship expert and coach Marnie Batista. You're listening to Soul in the City on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. This is Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. This is your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. Welcome back again to Solo in the City on CJAD 800. And joining me is uh, Vincent White, our man about town and our male perspective for the month. Yes, that's right. Happy to be here. Happy to be uh, talking to our next guest. Yeah, that's right. She's going to have a lot to say. We're welcoming to today's show Marnie Batista. She's an expert relationship coach and author of Becoming Irresistible and DatingWithDignity.com's founder. So welcome to the show, Marnie. Hi, nice to be here. Oh, well, it's so nice to have you. You know, today's topic is a big one. We're coming off of last week's show, which was about redefining yourself and finding out who I am is, which is one of my coaching sessions that I do online as well as um, with groups, one coming up. And the follow-up had to be about boundaries and standards. So who better to talk about that with than you? So why are boundaries so important to solos out there, Moni? Well, it's such a great topic because I think what happens with so many people who are single is that the overriding need to be liked for acceptance, for approval, uh, flips this little trigger in our brain. Um, I call it, for women, the cool girl syndrome and, for you know, guys, the cool guy syndrome. And it's almost like, that's cool, I'm fine, it's okay, no worries. As if, like, the less needs that we have, the more attractive we are. And what's really true is that for, you know, a quality person who is, you know, really looking for someone with confidence, 
What's really attractive is a person who knows what they need and can articulate it through doing things like setting boundaries. Boundaries and, and really also what we're talking about is the values, the things that are very, very important to us within our relationships and also the values that we want in somebody else. So do you find a lot of people, especially people like myself, who had to kind of reinvent themselves and their dating world later in life, do you think that they their boundaries and values changed from when they were 20? <laughs> I'm laughing because <laughs> I think... <laughs> For a lot of us, I know for me, um, I didn't even think about boundaries and values when I was in my 20s. I got married the first time, you know, when I was 22. And when I look back on that marriage that was 17 years, and it, it ended for a lot of different reasons. But if I would just go back to the basics, we totally have different values. We're now co-parenting together, you know, as, as divorcees, and we still have different values. And so I think not only do they change from when you are 20 or even sometimes in your 30s, but for most of us, we don't even think about those things. And then we, you know, come out into the dating scene as, as adults or older, and we've got a history, and it's important to start to really identify, like, like you said, who am I? What do I want? What's important? Uh, what do I really value? And to be able to know it in a way that we can actually articulate it and share it and then live by it when we're dating. What do you think about that, Vincent? I think see you're sitting here shaking your head. You're feeling that already in your 30, right? Well, certainly. But, you know, in, in the context also, also when you're meeting someone new, you're dating someone, you're also getting to know uh, someone, uh, a new person. And you're, you're just, you know, the first time you meet somebody new you know like it's it's easy to be you know sharing on 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 who you are and, and what your backgrounds are but you know it's still a relatively young you know friendship or even relationships and you're taking the time to actually really get to know someone it takes quite a bit of time and even in the dating part it's not just one date and said i found the person for the rest of my life it takes you know how many dates does it take to actually get to know someone and understand what their values are and then understanding your boundaries within that and then of course you get to a point where you're growing together and then the relationship is growing and you know you want to make sure the values are remaining the same and you're staying in sync but um certainly in the context of dating then you know it's uh, you want to take the time to get to know that person you know, Marnie, Absolutely. one of the things that I, I see and um, I talk about a lot is the difference between setting your boundaries and expectations, because I think a lot of people have expectations. So you want to touch on that a little bit, the difference for you, in your opinion? Yeah, you know, I think that a lot of people forget that they get to have expectations when they're dating. So many people, like, rationalize their way out of having expectations, or they think they're being overly needy. In fact, I was just coaching someone, and... She's dating someone and it's going well, and she has the need to want to spend more time. And she asked me, she said, if I tell him, you know, I'm enjoying spending time with you and I'd love to spend more time with you, is that being needy? You know, like, and I said, no. I mean, as the relationship evolves, the idea is to spend more time together so that, uh, as Vincent said, you can get to know each other even better and see each other in different situations. And so many of us think that, if we have expectations, then we're being needy. And then if we're needy, you know, people will run away. So you have to have expectations. And there are a great number of them that are super reasonable and appropriate. Well, um, I want to say there is also the difference between having realistic and unrealistic expectations. And we, we can talk about that. I'm going to ask more questions to Marnie Batista. She's an expert relationship coach and, again, author of Becoming Irresistible. So... 
do you find, because uh, I, I do find this, uh, and a lot of the people that I'm coaching, especially later on in life, people who have very strong histories, very strong opinions, um, uh, children, careers, sometimes, though, their expectations are a little bit unrealistic. What do you think about that? <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, I think it's important to be selective but not picky, Right. Right. And um, I think a lot of us sort of imagine that we have these, um, you know, expectations that actually are hoops that we want people to jump through. And I think for a lot of us, those are actually really convenient um, uh, devices that will allow us to stay safe and not have to be vulnerable and not have to commit or change or give up some of our um our freedom, quote unquote. And I see so many people, you know, oh, that person wasn't good because, you know, they were wearing a plaid shirt and I thought <laughs> he was wearing striped socks, you know, like, yep. no way. Uh, and, and I think for a lot of people that that's just very convenient. It's so easy to just say, you know, no, 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 no. And, and I would always say to someone, if it seems like nobody is good enough, then maybe it's time to really look deeper and, and see if it's something that is convenient for you in terms of your emotional safety. Well, because the values that I think are the most important are the ingrained values, you know, uh, respect, trust, loyalty. And I know everybody says, well, that's the basis. Everybody wants that. But there are certain things, like you were saying about the polka dot socks, that's changeable. I mean, that, that's, that's the wrapping paper on something. And, and let's face it, men, women... Marnie, back me up on this one if you agree. If you say something at the right time, in the right way, where it's, especially from a woman to a man, where it's almost a suggestion, you can change those superficial packagings. It's the deep core things that you can't. What do you think? A hundred percent. And I always say that when you're focused on values, um, those, and, we, and I recommend like, you know, five that are absolute deal breakers that are based on values. Um, those are five fights you'll never have. And you might argue over stripes versus polka dots, but number one, be willing to compromise. And number two, most people want to make their partner happy and Oh, yeah, you know, you're right. And nobody ever told me about that. Yeah, it's funny <laughs> because we, ha we have a woman coming up on the panel um, in our next segment. And when I went to her blog, and, and she writes for Asman.com, um, Stephanie, who's this panelist coming on, she has 42 things on her list. And <laughs> I know that the one thing that I'm going to be discussing with her is taking that list and kind of, you know, focusing in and narrowing it down. And, and Vince and I were talking about that, right, Vincent? Yeah, correct. Uh, you know, we feel like 42 is, is quite the extensive list, although a very, <laughs> very good list. And uh, but in the same way, you know, you, there's, you don't want to be overwhelmed and also thinking too much, right? You want to be able to, you know, feel your engagement your rapport with the other person and um and you know you, you want to be able to have to manage your expectations properly and not like you mentioned marty didn't get people to jump through hoops you know and and uh, i think you know you're, you're trying to get to know someone and and uh, sometimes you uh less is more essentially less is more and you know i always ask people about about that list of 42 actually we just had a big event and we did an exercise and people put, like, all these things that they're looking for a partner. And I said, how many of these things are you doing? 
like consistently every day. Oh, that's right. The dateable you. Are you as dateable as yeah. what you want the other and person like, to be, right? <laughs> you're like, uh-oh, you know, uh, uh-oh. So I, I think that's great. I can't wait for you to co-share. <laughs> ah, I would love to. Anyway, Marnie, I want to thank you so much for coming on to the show. Um, we should definitely have you back on Soul in the City. You are a store wealth of information. For anybody who wants to get in touch with you, um, the best way is through datingwithdignity.com. Is that right? Absolutely. We have lots of freebies and, and love quizzes and fun things to help uh, single find love faster in a way where their dignity is intact. Amazing. And coming up next on Soul in the City, our dating debate. Are standards a good thing or are they making us too picky? You're listening to Soul in the City on CJAD 800. Would you give me a beat? Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. This is your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. Welcome back to Soul in the City. And my guest host, again, Vincent White, is joining us at the roundtable. Hi, Cheryl. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So first roundtable as co-host and Bachelor. Correct. So we're going to get a bachelor's viewpoint here. (laughs) And today, you know, we are talking about boundaries and standards. And joining us is Fritz Gerald Morisot. He's the founder of Elite Speed Dating. Welcome to the show, Fritz. Well, thank you very much, Cheryl. And also Stephanie Arthur. Now, Stephanie Arthur is a collaborator with AskMen.com, and she is also the writer behind lifebetweentheSheets.com. Welcome to the studio. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Very sexy name we got going. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you know, I wanted to kind of jump in here right away, Stephanie, with you, because Mm -hmm. one of the things that I noticed when I went to your website Mm -hmm. is you actually said how you had a list of 42 things about what you're looking for. (laughs) I know, in a man. And I'm going to really be anxious to hear what Fritz has to say about this because I know what I'm going to say about this, but 42 items on your list? I know. It sounds a little bit crazy. And, uh, you know, my best friend said the exact same thing to me. Um, Is she a dating coach like me? She's not. She's not. She's just a normal person who recognizes crazy when she sees it. <laughs> but, okay. um, I wasn't going crazy here. Oh. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, I kind of started it out. I've been... Um, under this, working under this sort of philosophy a lot this year, I'm saying, like, if I put it out there, like, I have to put it out there for in order for it to come back to me. So when I was thinking in every aspect of my life, but when I was ma- making my maps out for um, my relationship, uh, uh, I guess, future and The and life, ideal yeah, relationship. Exactly. I was... Um, just trying to be as open and and put down everything that that do that does mean something to me and um it started off with kind of the basics i guess and then it just kind of kept going and kept going and going <laughs> i changed the page and i was like oh dear this might be a lot but i do feel like uh i wasn't asking for anything that <laughs> of course <laughs> right um but I, I don't feel like i'm asking for anything extraordinary but i am asking for things that i do recognize and that do sort of stand out for me in another person and that do cross my mind when i'm dating quite frequently so 42 is around the number that i can uh, okay well we, we don't necessarily have time to go <laughs> yeah. through your entire yeah, list definitely not. Definitely and i'm not, not sure you're actually going to ever check off because you said yeah. you want to check off every one of those i'm not sure yeah. Fritz, i want you to weigh in on this one before i jump in there <laughs> so um I have a measured uh, approach to lists. So 
I do think that lists are, are good because they focus in or they home in on what you're actually looking for. Um, but within that big list that you have, you'll then, as you probably go through the dating, you'll then realize what are really important and what are not as important. So that major list of 42, um, which is, I'm sure, pretty specific, as your dating will probably dwindle down or hopefully it'll dwindle down to those most three or four important things that uh, that you look for in your in your partner. Okay, Fritz, um, I have to tell you right now, because you're not sitting here in studio, Fritz is on the phone with us, but uh, Stephanie's eyes just went huge. Like, it was like, what do you mean three or four? I mean, that's where she's going. Vincent, I, I, you're kind of in there, too. Your, your face kind of went there also. I, I mean, I think, yeah, 42 is an extensive list, and uh, but um, but and certainly to check it off, I think it would take quite some time. But, I mean, you know, the more the merrier. That's quite all right. I think three or four, sure, are, are, are important to, to look at. But I think you can look at probably... You know, like maybe half a dozen key, um, you know, uh, character uh, characteristics that you could look at for a partner in a partner. Uh, but um, yeah, I think uh, you, we could probably cherry pick from uh, from Stephanie's list. Is probably the best way to go about it. <laughs> well, well we, if you think about it, like uh, Vincent just said, half a dozen. Really, uh, between Vincent and I, so between the differences four and six, is not that 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 much, right? But uh, compared to Forty-two, as we would say, that's 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 pretty extensive. But I, I, I broke it down to three or four, maybe half a dozen, but definitely under ten. Let's let's put it that way. Sure. You're listening right now to Fitzgerald Morriso. He's the founder of Elite Speed Dating, and we're also being joined by Stephanie Arthur, who is a contributor at Aspen.com and the writer between, um, sorry, the writer behind LifeBetweenTheSheets.com. Now, Stephanie. I have a couple questions for okay. you. Okay, I'm going to step into my <laughs> my coaching here. Go for it. Okay, you recently had a birthday. Yes. I okay, did. on that birthday wish list was getting into a relationship, meeting somebody on there. Um. Yeah, I think absolutely it's part of it for my goals for this year. Yeah. Okay. So as your dating coach, yes. self-proclaimed <laughs> dating coach yes. at this moment, I'm going to give you a present. Okay. Okay. That present is tonight. Okay. I want you to go home. I mean, it's already late, but I want you to go home, <laughs> and I want you to take that list, right. and we're going to compromise. Okay. Okay? I say five or six. Uh, I think you're thinking 42. <laughs> How about we bring it down to 10? Okay. Okay? And then by next week, I want you to go back to that list. Okay. And think about it. Yeah. And bring it down to five. Holy cow. Do you think you can try that? I can definitely try it. What do you Absolutely. think, Fritz? you think uh, that might be a good suggestion if she wants to? I think a... that's a wonderful suggestion, Carol. <laughs> and even with her list, uh, she'll probably see as she's trying to narrow them down that some of them intersect. Right? That's right. Yeah. So I, I agree with you. Ten, let, let, let's bring down that list to ten, and I think that's a wonderful idea. And a great exercise. It's a great exercise. And I want to tell you, there's a lot of um, solos out there who have long time wanted a relationship yeah. and 20 becomes 30 and 30 becomes 40. And I'm not saying mm -hmm. that's the situation with either of you two beautiful people sitting <laughs> in studio tonight, but this is how sometimes people's expectations far surpass what their real standards are yeah. and your values. And we mm -hmm. have to get down to the values or you will be trying to meet your expectations for a very long time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So expectations out, 
values mm -hmm. in, and then you can slowly find a path and create a momentum to get where you want to be. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. you're not flying all over. I mean, it's kind of the same thing in business, right? Sure, absolutely. Right. And I think when you look at the values, the best way to go about it is to always maybe reflect back at your family, your siblings, your parents, and of course, your friends, the people that are really important to you in your life, and to really associate to what brings you all together, uh, what, what gels you together. And it's a lot easier to detect what those values are. Sometimes we forget in your day-to-day -day life. We're all busy working. Um, but, uh, you know, just uh, that's that, that's one reminder I had after the holidays, you know, spending all this time with my family, my extended family, uh, my siblings. I have a, a sister who lives in Alberta, an RCMP cop from Alberta, actually. <laughs> I lives in Alberta. So it was great to see her. And then you get to bond again. And you get to realize, like, yeah, this, is, this hits home. And then you're able to, you know, firm up those values and, and said, this is what I, that, that, that's what hits home for me. So Fritz, why don't you give each of these two beautifully single bachelor and bachelorettes a piece of advice? My piece of advice is, uh, and still we're remaining within the standards and values. That's right, on standards and values. On standards and value is, with that list that you've, really break it down to what makes you feel happy and that are, are unquestionable that, that you cannot move away from, meaning loyalty. Probably that's probably one of the big ones, right? So if those core values that you feel really, really important are the ones that you have, don't stray away from them while keeping an open mind, right? Because they might come out in different ways in different peoples, but the core value might still be there. A hundred percent. So Stephanie, what do you think about what we're telling you about bringing down that list? Yeah, I think that that's um, a really good point to make, actually. I um, <laughs> genuinely feel like my list was coming from that same place. <laughs> um, but I think that in fairness, a lot of it was coming also from um, things that lacked in previous relationships or, you know, in, uh, yeah, when I was seeing people that sort of, I got what I didn't want. Um, so I think that that's a really great piece of advice to kind of narrow that down. And I think a lot of them will overlap. Um, yeah. Okay, and, and one thing I do want to put out there also is that people have to remember whatever is on your list, you need to also be that person because what you're looking for is probably what the other person is Absolutely. looking for. So I want to thank everybody. Um, Fitzgerald, it's always so much fun having you on the show. We're going to be talking about some of your events that are coming up. Check them out online. Go to EliteSpeedDating.com and Stephanie Arthur from AskMen.com and Life Between the Sheets. Thank you both for joining us today. Thank you so much for having Thank me. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. And Vincent, you're going to stick around as we get to our dating questions, and I'll tell you where to see and be seen with my Solo in the City events calendar after this. This is Solo in the City on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Listening to Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. This is your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. It's Solo in the City, and welcome back again to my guest co host of the month, Vincent White. Hello again, Cheryl. Hello, and here we are. We're going to get going with the SITC events calendar. And I want to tell you, I've asked Fritz to stick around because we're going to be talking about elite. So, Fritz, you're still out there, right? Yes, I am. I'm right here. 
Okay, because I want to talk about your event, but I want to kind of go in the order of the week. So midweek, we have Cook and Date is having um, one of their evenings again, and it's a celebrity chef that's going to be preparing dinner for you. This is for the singles ages 30 to 40. Vincent. Correct. Cook and Date. Exactly. That's something I should be penciling in, I think. Yeah, maybe we can even tell Stephanie about it. She can join you. This is a a great, great evening. Um, For any of you who haven't heard me talk about it before, Cook and Date is one of those nights where you go out, a group of people get together, you cook together so it's interactive. It is also delicious, and they always have great wines. So this is happening Wednesday night at 6.30. Also, the West Montreal Singles 40 Meetup Group invites you to take part in a beginner's salsa class. What better way to connect with somebody than to... That's right, Vincent, you got to... Correct. To dance? Absolutely, right? Pull them close into your arms. Correct. And it's sexy, too. So this is happening at the Hot Latin Dance School in La Salle, and salsa is hot. Vincent is already dancing around the studio, actually. Yeah, exactly. He's in the groove already. Um, The drop-in fee is $15, and it's every Wednesday starting February 10th at 8 p.m. And now, Fritz, I want you to tell us about your evening because you have one of your fantastic speed dating events that is happening on Saturday night, right? That's correct. So there's a wonderful, there's a speed dating event happening at one of the prime clubs in the city, Rouge Bar Club on St. Lawrence, St. Lawrence and Prince Arthur. Uh, there's two different age groups. We also cater to an, an older age group um, every twice a month. So there's 25 to 35, 35 to 45, and a 36 to 45 and 46 to 55 as well. We offer, we guarantee... I'm in. That means I'm in. Yes. <laughs> Me too. I'm in. We guarantee 8 to 12 dates throughout the evening of five minutes each. And during those evenings, you'll, get, you'll also have drink specials. You'll have your dates, everybody sitting in in private boots or bistro-style um, setups. We'll go through the dates, have a great time. And afterwards, if you want to stay, you can hang out, invite some more friends, and party the night away at the venue. And what's also great about speed dating is we offer the possibility of not only saying meeting people, but you also get feedback on your dates within the next 24 hours. So you'll know what you presented that night, if it's good, if it's bad, what you need to work on. You'll know what your first impression was throughout the evening. And and for anybody who doesn't really understand exactly what speed dating is, it's a fantastic way to meet a bunch of people the same night. You have an introductory, you sit down, you have a one-on-one. I strongly suggest you can go on to um, solointhecity.tv. I actually did an icebreaker about it. And as well, Fritz, you offer icebreakers. And that's that's just something that you prepare for yourself so when you go in there, you really can get there and get to a great conversation in a short amount of time and really try and make you be the memorable person that you know that holds off into the other person's memory. So when they leave, they want to see you again. So it's always great when you're doing speed dating to prepare something. So fantastic. Thank you so much, uh, Fritz, for sharing that with us and also for joining us today on the roundtable. Anybody out there? Remember, that is happening Saturday night, February 13th. Go to it because then you might have a date for Valentine's Day. So it's a pre-date to your big date on Valentine's Day. 
So thank you so much, Fritz. Thank you, Fritz. Thank you very much. And now we're getting to the question of the day. We had um, somebody write in. Yeah, we had someone who wrote in here. A nice question for our speeding coach, Cheryl. Um, so it says here, Hi, Cheryl. I'm a 35-year-old woman who has met someone online. We've been chatting for nearly five months now and have only seen two pictures. We haven't talked on the phone or video chatted because he wants us to meet in person. But he's from out of town and never seems to be able to come to Montreal. My friends and family seem concerned that I might be getting catfished. Am I ignoring the signs? What should I be wary of? Okay, so I want to tell you right off the bat, as soon as you said we've been chatting online for nearly five months, that to me was not a red flag, but it's a big no-no, okay? We're not online to become pen pals with anybody. We're online to meet somebody, to potentially have a relationship with somebody. So the first thing is, anybody, if you're online especially solo in the city.tv call me up because I'm here to help you through our dating site you want to converse with somebody make a date and go meet them now as far as the pictures and everything else the second thing I advise everybody is find who you want to meet online then communicate once the next communication FaceTime what a beautiful way to make sure that you are actually conversing with the person who is on the other side of that computer. You have no other way than to see them. So say, you know what, I'm looking forward to meeting you. Why don't we get on FaceTime and talk face-to-face -to, -face to set something up? Move it along. Don't waste your time because that's what you've been doing. You've wasted five months and you don't even know who that person is. Chances are, you are not dealing with somebody who really is interested in a relationship at this point. If everything you've told me, he doesn't exist as a potential. So move on, listen to your family, and again, get online, get on a date. Yeah, there you have it. And Forty-five think, minute dates. And I, I think you know, I, there's always there's there's so many communication channels you can use. Just think of Skype as well, right? It's so easy at this point. It's uh, it's it's key to be able to get on that and get to know the person a little bit more. That's right. Anyway, so if you have any of these dating dilemmas. Call me. You can reach me anytime at 1-844-744-SOLO, or you can tweet to me your questions using hashtag SoloInTheCity. And don't forget, this is what I do. I mean, I, I help people. This is what I live for, is to really help people find their romance and own it. And there's ways to do it. So 2016 is all about that owning your own love life. Anyway, thank you so much, Vincent, for joining me. It's going to be a great month. Thank you very much, Cheryl. And next week, it's coming up to Valentine's Day, so we're going to be doing a lot of talk about that. And don't forget to sign up on solointhecity.tv. Become a member, because next week we will be drawing a weekend for two at the W Hotel in Montreal. Basically, all expenses paid. So, Saturday nights here, Solo in the City, on News Talk Radio, CJD 800 at 10 p.m. And remember... Keep integrating social solutions with our coaching and events calendar at solointhecity.tv because it's all about the kiss. See you next week on the Solo in the City Valentine's Day Show.